0: welcome to this week's Instrument of comics i'm alex ashback
1: and i am broke after buying so many comic books over the last month how you doing buddy
0: uh doing pretty good uh not as broke because i only bought five comic books yeah, yeah, Maybe six.
1: Other than my polls, yeah. uh, I purchased 19 comic books for us to review for you guys tonight. Uh,
0: which, by the way, obviously we're talking about the number ones for the month of November.
1: Oh, no. Oh, shit. I thought you just Did were... you just
0: get random power pack back issues? <laughs> yeah,
1: I just went and got 19 number ones because that's what you told me to do. Mm-hmm. So this is going to span decades, my friend.
0: Wow, I'm impressed. The first issue of Vanity Fair... The <laughs> yeah. first issue of uh, Sports Illustrated for Kids.
1: Uh, also, the first issue of Sports uh, Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. I really, really enjoyed that one.
0: I, I heard... It's gonna, it was, spoiler
1: alert, it's going to be my number one. Okay. <laughs> well,
0: wow. Well, okay. Now, now everyone's turned off. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Okay. But we're going to jump in. Uh, our first issue is image, or uh, by image.
1: Oh, hold on. Let me let me tell yeah. you who it's by. It's by our fitness consigliere, Michelle Fife.
0: Yeah, good enough. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, my, my French is uh, less than good, I would say. Uh,
1: <laughs> I would agree with that.
0: Uh, is, the book is Copra. It's Copra number one. Uh, and when reading this book, I felt like... It, yes, because it jumped into a bunch of stuff right away. And then as I finished at the very end, it was like, oh, there have been like a complete detailed history of so many trades that yeah, have come out f- already. So f-
1: fucking trades in these guys. So...
0: Good job numbering number one because you fool people and you get people jumped in. Like it wasn't bad, but it was just too much for me. Like, like I like I was lost. It's like, jump. It's like starting a season of television. Like it's season six. Uh and being like, that's exactly. Yeah, and what trying you to did. understand. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: quick question then: Let's say you had you uh, you've read this now. Yeah. Are you interested in going back to the first trade? Like era? I have
0: like like a vague dress, Like it reminds me of kind of like a GI Joe ish uh, kind of vibe. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, was a little more savvy tech, um, but it's not. This was not like my cup of tea. Are you trying
1: to tell me that Channing Tatum and the G.I. Joe film did not have the most savvy tech imaginable because I, you're full of shit. I
0: mean, that's a movie I fall asleep to every night. <laughs> it should be. It really just a DVD menu over and over again. <laughs> I, I refuse to stream. <laughs> Streaming is not going to last. Do
1: you think that kids in the years, future? Do you think your sons are going to know what a DVD <laughs> menu is?
0: Uh, yes, because that's what I'm going to make them watch every day. They're going to watch, <laughs> just like I did for a bunch of my 20s, was just fall asleep to the DVD menu of 40 old Virgin over and over again.
1: Ah, uh, Kelly Clarkson! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just over and over.
0: Yeah, it, it's a lost art. Forget, like... Going to Blockbuster, falling asleep to DVD menus. I'm not going to
1: lie. That is a fond memory yeah. waking up in the middle of the night to just a random DVD menu. Anyways, let's talk about a book that's already come out before.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Dead Eyes uh, by Jerry Duggan, art uh, by John McCree. And it was called something else before, right?
1: Not to be confused with Dead Rabbit by Jerry Duggan and John McCree. <laughs> uh,
0: it had to be renamed for legal issues. I don't really understand what those issues were. Yep. Uh,
1: Which is, let me just say, the first time that
0: I've ever heard of that happening. And then the fact that they
1: went back and reprinted it under a different name several months later.
0: That's the thing. Is like I felt like the first half of the book was a lot like the Dead Rabbit. And the second half, I couldn't remember whether it had all the same stuff in common or not. I felt like there were differences, but without having them side by side, I couldn't really compare.
1: I have been told that they're the same. Now I want to pull out my copy of Dead Rabbit. But that
0: makes Dead Rabbit like a real collector's issue at that point, too.
1: Let's hope so. The first two of them, because I picked up the second issue (laughs) of Dead Eyes today. That's crazy. And there will be new content from them in in the next month. But real quick.
0: So he's just doubling down. It's basically just like putting out like, it's not even putting out like a greatest hits album. It's like, it's like you just put out the remastered version of your album. So
1: is it still great?
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I I think we'll leave it out of our rankings this month, though, just because we've already talked about it.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it is a number one technically again. Uh, but it's such a good book that I really wanted to bring it to you guys' attention yeah. again. I honestly didn't even go through the reread. I know you did.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to when the trade comes out. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's it's a really, really good book. And I'm happy. And I think it speaks a lot for the book that they brought it back I agree. after that kind of turmoil. Because yeah. I think most of the time they would just be like, Ah, well, shut this yeah. shit down. The lawsuit's not worth it. Yep, yeah. exactly.
0: Uh, our next book is called The Marked uh by David Hine and Brian Haverland. Uh Brian Haverland did the art as well. Uh, this book kind of felt to me like Harry Potter for tattoo artists, with uh, <laughs> with uh, with some technology as well to make it different.
1: It reminded me a lot of uh, Blackbird uh, that we have. Really yeah, the Sam Humphreys that. book. Yep, uh, which was actually no Jen Bartel. Was it? I believe so.
0: Agree to disagree.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, it reminded we me. We shape our own. Of that regardless uh this book has a lot of hype around it so i would say uh maybe check out the trade it wasn't it didn't really grab me. yeah it down. didn't
0: really grab me like i felt like maybe if i was like younger like it, it, it would have had more of an impact yeah. on me but like if all i of was kind 29 felt like, instead yeah. of 30 i think i would, have would have yeah it. <laughs> like if i just read this last week uh but <laughs> like i had kind of like a paint my like I kind of expected every beat that like I felt, and to me, like it would have been more fun if the journey was like her going through the school and like learning about it instead of just like being kicked out with like within like twenty pages.
1: It was weird. Also, was spoilers weird,
0: for Mark and every other book we talked about this month. Yep,
1: and all the ones we've already talked about. Even though I don't think we really spoiled
0: anything. We're gonna move on to Dark Horse. Uh, this is a book I was looking forward to, uh, The Mask uh, by Christopher Cantwell, uh, art by Patrick Reynolds. Um, I'd never read a mass comic, but I loved the movie as a kid. I watched it over yep. and over and over again. Stanley Ipkis, motherfucker. Yes. And I can oh. still probably quote like twenty lines from that movie.
1: Let me just say that Cameron Diaz in that movie. Uh Yowza. Yeah, I think that was the first time I ever uh felt alive
0: as a young boy. <laughs> you were dead before that. <laughs> I, I, I never truly lived The first time there. you actually rose from the couch like on your own.
1: Yeah, was like, oh, who what? Huh?
0: Anywho, <laughs> uh, the book starts out like in true like mass action. I feel like it's over the top, zany violence. The mask uh, murders these uh, these parents who are abusing their kids. Uh, he f- makes one uh, foresee themselves on chocolate syrup until they starve, or until not until they starve, until they basically die from too much chocolate syrup. As is a common crime,
1: uh, <laughs> it's a totally normal way that people kill other people. But then it kind of
0: the pace kind of slows down for me a bit after it. Uh, cause it's a lot less mask, uh, and more about like other characters like his, uh, Stanley because his uh, ex-girlfriend or ex-wife, I can't remember which one. Yeah.
1: Um, it kind of got muddled. Yes. And, and I it, feel like if I had read more of the mask comics. Yes, I agree. It yeah. It, it, it's more.
0: hard for me to like say where this is for like, cause this is my first mask comics. So I don't know where it is, but it's not Stanley Ipkiss anymore. Cause I believe Stanley Ipkiss is dead. Uh, it's someone named Abner. So. Uh, so which kind of like bummed me out because, like, oh, like I want to see Stanley because it's like that's the mask I know.
1: Well, go read the old Dark Horse books because they were extremely popular in the 90s. You fucking ding dong.
0: I mean, I guess that was my fault, but we're gonna jump into Marvel now with an author you may have heard of, Christopher Cantwell. Yeah. Uh, uh, you
1: may have heard of him from uh, The Mask that yeah. we just spoke about,
0: uh, with out by art by Salvador uh Oh, I
1: thought it was Salvador Dali.
0: It was, that's his. Comic pen it's name. A pseudonym. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll
1: take it. Yeah, um, so did you just hear that big word I used?
0: I did. It Thank was you. pretty great. And it, the P's not silent. I don't know why you left it out, though.
1: Pseudonym.
0: Pseudoonym.
1: Pseudoonym. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. my shoes.
0: Yes, exactly. I
1: have the suede checkerboard yes. hands on right now. They do uh, not stand up in this rain. Uh persuade. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: this book was. I I hate this book. But like, there are times, like, I'm like, oh, this is really good. Like, this sounds like Dr. Like Doom. There's times I'm like, this is not feel like Dr. Doom at all. Uh, I See, like what you're saying is you hate Christopher
1: Cantwell's writing.
0: No, no, I mean, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, there was a scene There's two books in a row where, that I feel
1: like you're not going to say that they're great
0: where Dr. Doom is like cursing, uh, because the black hole on the moon with the missile launch happened and like, like him just like, saying like fucking shit like seems like so out of character for like dr doom for me like that does... he
1: should have been more poised i thought yes i thought yeah. like
0: he's more poised and he tell, felt too surprised and too startled like and i felt like even when dr doom was like caught off guard he would never like let anyone know or like that mask drop he always wants to seem like he's prepared for every eventuality
1: so if he's a rapper does he do a mask drop instead of a mic drop
0: of course that's how he ends every show but the lights go out every time his mask slides down so he can't see his real face. Got it. Oh, that's smart. Uh, although that was an excellent storyline in Nick Spencer's The Center of Foes of Spider-Man where they try and steal a painting that's a painting of Dr. Doom's true face. Uh, it's worth a lot in the black market.
1: Like 20
0: bucks? Yeah. 20 bucks. They, they, I mean, they're not great criminals. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump into our first book spinning out of Jonathan Hickman's X-Men universe, uh, Excalibur. Uh, written by Teeny Howard uh, and art by, I can't remember who does the art on this book. Uh, I want to say, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember, but the art is really good. And unfortunately I can't remember their Who's name. Their last, the last name? Movie. Is it not on the cover? It is. It's Toe, T-O or two.
1: There you go. Look uh, up the artist T-O.
0: I thought the art was really good. Uh,
1: not to be confused, not related to T-I. Now
0: I, I will say. Different artist. I have not read any Power of X or House of X aside from the first, issue. first issues. I'm waiting yep. for the trade. Uh, and we both purchased X-Men this month, but I did not read it and do not want to talk about it because I haven't read pa- House of X and Power of X. And you said there wasn't really any spoilers uh, for House or Power uh, in X-Men number one by Hickman.
1: I mean, not any more that you got out of this. All that we know or all that they've shown is that Krakoa is a you nation get more Krakoa. island yeah. uh, where the X-Men all live in harmony yes. so far.
0: And each of the new X-Men books are supposed to focus on a different, like, area and, like, different team. And, like, this is the X-Men dealing with other worlds, uh, specifically Camelot in this one, which was part of the Marvel Universe. Yep. Uh, and it had Apocalypse being one of the main characters, although Apocalypse now goes by a symbol, uh, which yep. I love that. Like, a very, like, Prince-like yep. symbol. Um, was a lot of fun. We get, uh, this book heavily features Betsy Braddock. Uh, and Betsy has been separated from... Who? Uh, Psylocke. Uh, just from, for everybody out there yeah, from because Betsy Braddock was in the body of an Asian woman named Quanon Quainon, uh, for decades and decades from all University. she and I both and, and now she's been separated uh, so there's some one of the few books exploring Betsy when she's back to being herself when she first was um, but I like it so far I like Apocalypse he doesn't seem other people on the team seem to trust him more than they should oh so you like Apocalypse now yeah of course I'm I'm pro Apocalypse okay uh, and I like, I'm a huge Gambit fan. I love that Gambit the one that doesn't trust him. I love the character design. Like I love that Rogue had a more classic design. Jubilee had a classic design. I love Gambit's uh, outfit that he had as well too. Uh, I love <coughs> Betsy's look at the end. Like I thought it was all real well done and there's a mystery to it. Uh, Betsy's brother is taken over in Camelot. Uh, and Rogue is transformed into like this. Sleeping Beauty esque, like coffin, floral coffin thing, and we don't know why. Can
1: we say uh, it is safe that you, or it is safe to say that the X Men are clearly your favorites based on the length of time you've talked about the rest of the time? You've talked about Excalibur more than you've talked about all the other like eight or nine combined and
0: i am this is just the this You're is just my abstract
1: outfit breakdowns yeah. it's good because it's like the 90s yeah. and i really like it and gambit's yeah. up it's really sexy too
0: i mean any book with gambits could be a thousand percent better <laughs> if gambit was in the bible would be a bestseller <laughs> um,
1: the bible had magic powers except for one dude so
0: yeah charles xavier <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, and the book also has the same page stylings like you found in House of X and Power of X where it had like breakdowns of panels. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about
1: that on well, another book. I've already liked
0: it, but this was, I definitely think this was a much better start to this new X-Men universe than what we've seen in previous. Definitely better than most Age of X books. Definitely better than the previous runs with done by Cullen Bunn uh, and all those guys that had a short run on there as well. As
1: somebody who does not like team books very much and somebody who does not like X-Men books... Historically, a ton. Not to say I don't like them. Uh, this was really, really good, and I think Jonathan Hickman's got a massive vision, and it's really fun to see where it's going.
0: Yeah, definitely. Both books. Probably on later, but it definitely felt like there's a bigger plan at play with all of these books so far. I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're talking about uh, Fantastic Four Grand Design by Tom Sioli. Uh, Matt and I both love X Men Grand Design, but I had Pixar. Uh, Pisker. Pisker. Uh, so
1: he and Tom Skully actually have a podcast together. Oh, do they? And a YouTube show card called Cartoonist Kayfabe. And uh highly recommend it. Go check it out. They talk a lot about uh, other comics, comics that they love. And this guy did a really cool book that I'm about to read for the first time that Alex lost a bet to me and had to buy called Transformers vs. G.I. Joe. Anyways, we're talking about Fantastic Four Grand Design. What do you think compared to the old X-Men Grand
0: Design? I didn't like it as much, but... It, it was still good. It's it's not the big magazine oversized cover uh like you get from Grand Design.
1: Incorrect. You did not get that in Grand Design.
0: I did cuz I bought the trades.
1: The, and the you will yeah. get that in the trades for yeah. us as well.
0: Uh so uh so there's a ton of panels per page. Like there's yeah. probably 200 panels per page I would say. Uh it's uh, actually
1: I don't think it gets more than 48, but sure, 200. Yeah.
0: It's a ton. I I'm not a massive Fantastic Four fan. I like the beginning of it better, though. Like, I liked the brief history of the Marvel Universe with, like, talking about the Kree, because the Kree have a huge history of Fantastic Four. Touching on Black Panther, like, they touched on a lot. And, like, it made me want to see their style in more forms. Uh, Oddly enough, I felt like the early Fantastic Four adventures were not, like, their best adventures. We didn't even touch on Galactus. We got the Silver Surfer at the very end. Uh so I'm I'm looking forward more to the next issue than this one but this was really good. I like the art. I love the pages feel like they're the old school paper pages as well too. It looks like of the gloss it. pages, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh this book is massive. It's like 50 pages. I think it's 48 pages of you know as many as 48 panels on a page, just chock full of art that's really unique, chock full of dialogue that's fantastic and just history of Marvel and Fantastic Four which Fantastic Four by um, Kirby and Stanley are is it's it is in history as one of the greatest things that they've ever done. So this is well worth the read and well worth some history if you don't yeah, want to go mean, through and read an ass load of Fantastic I, Four.
0: Like even though like I wasn't like the biggest fan of this, I would definitely pick this up as a trade to put it on my shelf. Like with all my extra, it's ones. going to
1: look gorgeous. Yeah, uh,
0: who would you have as the next like grand design uh, in the Marvel Universe? I think and, but aside I feel like Avengers is an obvious choice aside from Avengers.
1: Oh man, that's that's I mean, that is the easy choice. I think then you almost have to go solo. Yeah. And if you're sticking with it, you either have to go with uh Thor and the journey into mystery, or you have to go with Amazing Fantasy and Spider
0: Man. They're both great choices. I think Spider Man is a great choice, obvious one. I'd love to see a Hulk one personally. From his beginning to like becoming Gray Hulk and all this point of personalities, like yeah. that'd be really cool. I don't know if those have the, I don't know if you can do like three like trades or six issues out of those, but I mean two issues I, I think would be great. Spider Man you could do a billion out of, but
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, could you ever?
0: Uh, next we're moving to Ghost Rider, uh, written by Ed Brisson. Ed Brisson, uh, who, who was wrote
1: at New York Comic Con selling this book.
0: Yes, he was. Because uh, you were there and you know. Yes, I know, because I uh, I was actually in his uh, on his booth selling it. Uh, he paid me to say I was Ed Branson. Brinson, uh, Yeah, Ed Branson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He didn't pay me well. I had to pay my own airfare, my own hotel. I'm Ted Branson. <laughs> I did say that quite a few times. Uh, and oddly enough, no one corrected me. Most of the time I was just shouting it from the booth. Uh, an art by Aaron Cooter on this one. Um,
1: <laughs> Aaron Cooter.
0: Uh, you said cooter. <laughs> I like this book because it focuses on uh, Johnny Blaze and Denny Ketch, who I like as ghost writers, especially Johnny Blaze, far more than Gabriel Luna, who's the current one with the car.
1: I agree. Now, real quick question. Uh, is Johnny Blaze the greatest chef name that has ever been created? Oh,
0: it's the greatest, like a million things. Like, it would be the greatest <laughs> the employee. Greatest yes. I mean, he'd be the greatest employee out of the dispensary. I mean, come <laughs> on like oh god yeah, yeah there's yeah. i mean he'd be the greatest pyro of all time uh <laughs> he'd be the greatest firework salesman there'd be all <laughs> sorts of things even though that's like a pro wrestler name right there too yeah it really uh, is. it's a shame he was just a daredevil in real life uh
1: <laughs> so what did you like the book
0: yeah i would like the book uh johnny was dope. johnny was johnny's been in hell because he's the new lord of hell since Bethesda was kicked out Uh, we get to, we get to see a bit of Mephesto in the tower in Las Vegas. Tales, oldest time. Uh, which is from, uh, Doctor Strange story. Uh, it came out last year, I want to say. I like that, that he's not forgotten. And I like that there's now this adversary because, uh, Johnny apparently likes being the Lord of Hell. Like he likes having that power. And Danny, who is the second, not oldest ghost Rider, but the second, uh, post Johnny ghost Rider, oldest ghost Rider, is going to have to probably I mean, take him down. Like, it sets up a great conflict between two classic Ghost Rider characters.
1: Uh, I really appreciate how he's swinging a chain. Yes. Yeah. A ch-
0: and the art's so amazing. Like, uh, Aaron Cooter's
1: art is incredible. And,
0: like, the scale of the demons and, like, the hellfire and everything was so great, uh, in this.
1: It felt like real hellfire. Like, yeah. I felt like I was in it. Yeah.
0: Hellfire. And it's weird. Because <laughs> really, <laughs> you're sitting in your car and it was on 90 degrees and you forgot <laughs> and you fell asleep again. Uh, it was just, you shouldn't do while driving, Matt. We've talked about this. Uh, we're going to talk about our next X Men book, which is Marauders, written by Jerry Duggan, art by Matteo Lolli. Uh, this book, I liked it a lot. It was more fun than Excalibur, I felt yeah. like. Uh, the team on this book is King Kitty Pride. Pride, Iceman Storm, uh, Bishop, who we saw for a bit, Emma Frost, who we saw for a bit, and the original Pyro as well, with his Australian accent and everything. Yep. He's uh, back
1: from the dead. Oh, that's, I think that's probably the, the biggest, biggest spoiler.
0: spoiler. I think and the biggest spoiler and the other, and X-Albert was the fact that like they come from like eggs or pods. Yeah. Uh, but they're not major spoil. Like I, I knew the things going into it. Yeah. Uh, so like I was able to handle it, uh, you emotionally.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad that you could handle it. But yeah, it's just a pirate story. I feel like yeah. this is going to be a modern day retelling of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I, I hope X-Men.
0: so. No, no, I was hoping to be, be the ride. Uh... <laughs> But Kitty Pride cannot go through the portals, uh, which obviously there's some irony in that because she can face through anything, she can't get into the yeah. portals. So like, that's why she takes a boat. Uh, I love like Logan gave her a grocery list of all these things to bring back to the island. I thought that was fun. Uh, but the fight scene at the end where Kitty Pride fights those guys and using like, that is a brutal fight scene. Like her actually using her fame powers, taking a gun and putting it in between like two guys, like, like calves yeah. It re- their yeah yeah like that was like it's that's the kitty insane. pride that, like i want to see Oh, well, she's not going by kitty anymore uh is kate it? i think yeah. whatever kitty pride come on you're not an adult you're kitty you can go by kitty or shadow cat um uh, we don't really know what emma frost deal is but she's basically running the sort of mutant uh transportation company like this Hell hellfire transport would
1: you recommend this book do you like this book
0: yeah i like this book a lot okay let's move on all right uh, the Amazing Mary Jane by Leia Williams, uh, art by Carlos Gomez. Princess Leia Williams. Uh, which is a book I did not enjoy in the least.
1: Really? Yeah. And it's Lee, I think, not Leia.
0: Tomato, tomato.
1: It's L E A H, so I'm pretty sure it's Lee. You didn't enjoy this even a little.
0: No. I it, thought it was
1: interesting. It just I thought wasn't, it was
0: fun. I don't know. Like I'm it's reading. It's not
1: great. No, but it, you're reading a book called The Amazing Mary Jane about. Mary Jane. And you think that it's going to be well, great?
0: it's like I'm reading The Expenser Spider-Man, which is amazing. Oh, fantastic. yeah, and you're trying to compare that? Yes, yes, Fuck I am. you. Because Mary Jane's also in that book. And then, like, oh, Mary yeah, Jane's okay, like yeah. an action star, which at one time, Mary Jane was a model and a club owner. And Are then you she was, on Mary Jane and right then she now was talking Tony, about this? I wish. You she was on Tony really, Stark's You were fucking uh, high. It's just, and then there was, she's working on a movie, which is being written and directed and starring, I think. Quentin Beck. This uh, is Mysterio. easily a
1: bottom five book, but you can't enjoy it for the fun, little trippy ride that it is.
0: I thought no? it was okay. Okay, yeah.
1: move the fuck on. You're you <laughs> you are a hater of fun and joy, and this podcast is over.
0: Well, Taylor Swift did write a song about me.
1: <laughs> it was
0: called "Paint It Black."
1: <laughs> I forgot that she wrote that song.
0: Yeah, it was her. I think her uh, her first hit in 1985. <laughs>
1: I see what you did there.
0: Uh, yes, I'm You're like
1: uh, Ryan Cabrera.
0: I was going to say Bowling for Soup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit.
0: So we're talking. This is our first. Okay. It's not our first D.C. Black Label book, but this is a D.C. Black Label book, but it's a D.C. Black Label imprint. So it's an imprint of an imprint of D.C.
1: Yep. Called Hill House Comics,
0: uh, which Hill House named after the person ever seeing it, Joe Hill, Yep. Uh, whose real name is Joe King. Quit trying to hide who you are. Yeah, be why yourself does he
1: have that let's just let's all let's not talk about the well, book. i think it's because like
0: specific yeah only that.
1: Because, um, oh we're getting there buddy
0: did you ever read lock and key no i have not uh lock and key is fantastic joe hill's horror comic it's gonna be a netflix show coming out next year uh i'm really looking forward to it So i was looking forward to this as well um and i will say that i really enjoyed this book until a certain moment and then then i hated it, it became the worst book of all time ah uh, yeah let me read the quote to you and uh
1: Let me just say that I squealed for joy in bed next to my girlfriend. She goes, what? And I go, don't. It's fine. You you won't get it. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, There's a moment. And oh, my God. He's rolling his eyes, too, which is actually kind of great. Uh, This guy's girlfriend says, I don't know if I ever will. Nothing makes me physically ill like imagining something happening to you on the job. This guy's about to be a cop. She goes, well, except for maybe ska music. Boom roasted. So. I feel validated. With that being said. Next comic. I will (laughs) say. The Next book
0: opens with uh, a guy in a raincoat carrying a basket that we can't see, but presumably full of heads. And then it just cuts to, like 1985, uh, which is when the comic no, takes I, I place think in Maine. Just
1: one head in there. No, no,
0: two were talking to each other, I believe. Oh, okay. So. Uh, or unless, unless he was talking to the person carrying How many it. I'm not really heads sure. Does
1: it, do you need to have to make it a basket? I don't
0: know. Like a tisket, a tasket didn't it. carry it that far for that nursery a rhyme. a
1: basket, two heads in a basket. Oh,
0: okay. So it did. I, I just <laughs> forgot. Um, and it it's called basket full. I mean, that's that a good question. Like, at what point is it full? Um, is it four? If there's some pneumonia? sort of empirical ruling on this? Um, <laughs> but th- that's all we see of the basket full of heads. And it comes back to 1985. Like, uh, some convicts escaped, and there's this Norse axe might have magic powers. We don't know. Uh, and these it ends with the convict breaking into this house of this cop, uh, and the girl's hiding, uh, and I hope she dies. <laughs>
1: Cool. Yeah. Good good story. She's the the same girl that uh, said Sky Music makes her physically ill.
0: Yeah. I hope she's dead. (laughs) Um, Let's
1: move on to one of 19 different Batman comics we're about to talk about.
0: uh, We get the only one starring now. Yeah. The only one starring Batman proper, Bruce Wayne. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yep.
0: Uh, The Batman's Grave written by Warren Ellis, art by Brian Hitch. They are reuniting since they did their work on the authority back in 1999.
1: What do you think? Uh,
0: I liked it. it. was a little slow at first, but it feels like a different kind of Batman story, which yeah, I does. appreciated. Like this feels like Batman the detective. And not like Batman being the detective by putting stuff in the back computer and analyzing, but like Batman like working a crime scene and analyzing it by himself and figuring everything out piece by piece. The process of him putting himself like in the person's skin is like what I really liked.
1: Oh, he got real creepy, too. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that this wasn't a Black Label book.
0: Yeah, me too. Especially because it's going to be a 12-issue maxi-series, so he has a plan, obviously.
1: I mean, uh, for- he has a talking dead man through like the last five or six pages. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's it's really interesting. Like, I just haven't seen a Batman book like this. I'm more curious to see where this book is going to go.
1: You see a corpse animated talking to Batman, and it's insane. And it was really cool. Yeah. And, and it's, it's totally not Dead Sh- Man
0: because Man's a ghost. Don't get confused. Yeah. It is not that yeah. same Deadman. He's not a corpse. No. I mean, uh,
1: we haven't talked about the Sandman universe in a hot-ass minute. Yeah,
0: because there hasn't been any new number ones. Uh, That's true, since the original four. So it's now, interesting that they brought this into it. Uh, Sandman universe is also another DC Black Label imprint. their imprint of an imprint. I
1: didn't think it was necessary to make this a Sandman universe. Was, uh
0: the reason they did is because it has Timothy Hunter in it. Uh the Books of Magic, yeah. Stark Timothy Hunter. Yep. So I think that's why. Uh it's written by Which st- I
1: think I got a lot of major spoilers for books of fucking magic.
0: Yeah, because uh it's the newest storyline of Books of Magic, Constantine is in. So oh, okay. Uh so I So you're caught up on Books of no, Magic. No, I'm not. I I just, you just did your I, I just know. Okay, uh no. yeah. So like I have a feeling that like this book will cross over with Books of Magic, but I think they'll still have their very independent storylines.
1: Okay. And does Simon Spurrier also, so he's a writer for this. And this, By the way, we're talking about Hellblazer. Yeah. Uh, does, <laughs> does he do Books of Magic as well? I, I know he writes another. I want to say he writes
0: Lucifer. Um, okay. I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure he writes Lucifer. Or maybe or maybe uh, House of Whispers. House of Whispers, one of those two. I thought it was House of Whispers. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's House of Whispers. Okay. Uh, um, but I think his voice is perfect for John Constantine. This book, it opens, it's absolutely insane. You have no idea, like, what's going on. I like uh, the first half a lot better than the second The chaos. You get to see, and it has deal with, like, alternate universes, time travel, so you're not really sure, like, what's going on or what's real. Uh, John Constantine talks to a potential future version of himself and sells his soul uh, to, to, himself. to yeah. himself, which is really interesting. And then he wakes up in Ravenscar, which uh, is the mental asylum that always appears in Constantine books that John spent time in. He magics his way out of there. Uh, his friend Chaz is in the hospital coma. Uh, and Chaz has cancer due to Constantine's constant smoking, which is a really interesting twist. Uh, it's a good thing Constantine. that Constantine always... People around him die. People close to him die. So that's that darkness to it. But John's not really sure if his current reality is real or not. Like, that to me is the most interesting part. Like, he's not sure if his current existence is the, is the real reality.
1: Uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a lot better at first than the way that it, like, went on. I thought See, it I, dragged I, I, I had
0: the opposite. I liked the second half better than the first half for myself.
1: I mean, I liked the ending. I just thought the middle was kind of slow. Or kind of messy, I should say. Slow isn't the right word, because it wasn't slow.
0: No, no, no. And there's a lot to it. And size books can be a little no I don't want to say, like, dense in a way, but a little more, I can't, I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Not, like, ethereal, but, like, they Nothing is spelled out for you at all times.
1: I thought it was convoluted, and I know that he's going to get to it and break it down, but it it was a little messy for me, personally. Anywho, let's go on to uh, a John Carpenter book. As we all expected. Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody.
0: Uh, It's written by John Carpenter and Anthony Birch. Uh, Philip Tandor, the pencils uh, on the book. Uh, He did the what? The The pencils. pencils. Uh, It's a Year of the Villain book, which we've done the Black Mask Year of the Villain. We've done this in Astro Year of the Villain. This one's a little bit different though because it doesn't take place with a character that Lex gave additional powers or abilities to. Um,
1: well, you don't know that.
0: I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> uh, and le- and Joker spoiler for Justice League, but Joker left Lex's Jokerly or uh, Legion, of Doom. Legion of Doom team yeah. uh, to pursue other interests. Yeah. Like to pursue other interests. I mean, he okay. wanted to take a, he want to take a painting. Sure. Uh, this book is so weird though, and it's fun, and I don't know. I just it's very Jokerish. It's it's a lot better than I, than I feel like I expected it to be.
1: It's the best year of the villain book by far, and it knocked my socks off. Uh, this was a really really cool one-off, and holy shit! If he could just write, kind of like we had with Moon Knight, like six one-off Joker stories, yeah. I'd mm-hmm. be great. I'd be out of my mind and Abby. honestly
0: the art was great. Like Philip Chan's art was fantastic it in this was book. Incredible. Uh essentially really, really good. Real book. quick so good plot, Joker. Uh uh the city's controlled by Bane, which has to do with Tom King's current Batman run. So it does tie into current continuity, which is pretty cool. Uh and there's this Joker gang kid walking past Joker and Joker sort of takes him on his wing and uh they're on to Condiment King, which is a great moment. Uh Joker buys uh, cheesy Batman and Robin costume makes his henchmen dress up as the Robin. He dresses as Batman. They go and fight crime. They encounter the Enchantress. Like it's just, it's just absurd and fun and, and great.
1: It's it's all the things that you want from a Joker comic, maybe not a Joker movie, but a Joker comic where he's just absurd and doing just bizarre, crazy, zany shit and being a murderous psychopath throughout. I love that.
0: Uh, Next, we're gonna talk about. Tales from the Dark Multiverse, our first one. Uh, Batman Nightfall, written by Scott Snyder and Kyle Higgins. Kyle Higgins is probably best known for the New 52 Nightwing, and more recently, he did the Winter Soldier run uh, from Marvel.
1: What is Scott Snyder doing? I don't remember.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure he just sells pretzels on the corner of Maine and <laughs> Twelfth. <as> uh, <laughs> art by Javier Fernandez. Uh, the Tales from the Dark Multiverse, basically, they spin out of, sort of spin out of the Snyder's Metal run and they tell stories from the dark pieces of the multiverse. Uh, so, th- this is Batman Nightfall. Obviously, it's an alternate ending if Batman never took back the mantle from uh, Asriel as Batman because Asriel kills Bruce because he believes he's the one true Batman. Yep. Uh, or so I, we think. Spoiler yes. alert. I thought this book has some cool moments. I thought it was just overall okay. Like, I think the problem with these books is they're trying to taking another tale on, like, an amazing classic run from, like, each story. So it's, it, it, it's like, how can you make it better when, like, the other runs are so beloved?
1: It's kind of like, uh, what's that old show? Creep Show? Is I mean, that what it's called?
0: Creep Show is a show on Shutter. Sorry, current. sorry.
1: Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt. It's like they put, like, a Tales from the Crypt spin yeah, yeah. on classic storylines. It's kind of like Marvel's,
0: like, What If, but, like, a darker version like Marvel's What If.
1: Yep, because DC always has to be moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about our other tales from the, the dark. We'll do-
0: <laughs> so we're going to skip over that one basically entirely. Oh, no, we'll, yeah.
1: We'll, you know, I'll say it was okay. We'll rank it. I thought it was good. I thought it was enjoyable. It was fun. Um, really dark, really moody. And the coolest part from that book was seeing Bruce Wayne alive again for the first time. I'll say in a bizarre contraption where his head yeah. is attached to it. A machine. A brain and a machine.
0: I like seeing Bane's son, like, transform. Like, that to me That is, was cool, cool. Yeah.
1: That was fucking dope. Uh,
0: next, our other book is The Death of Superman, uh, written by Jeff Loveness, with art by Brad Walker. Obviously, the original story, Superman dies at the hands. of... Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember his name right now. Who kills Superman? Doomsday. Yes. Thank you. I was going to say Apocalypse. Yes, I Doomsday. I know
1: more than you about comics. Uh-huh.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, and essentially... Lois blames all Justice League for like not being there. Uh and Which the, why the
1: fuck weren't they there?
0: Uh I mean if, when you put an order on Doordash, you're gonna wait until right <laughs> the die cave. Okay.
1: Yeah, you don't uh, want your food to get cold. Yeah.
0: Uh eventually the biggest interpretation <laughs> is that the eradicator is like this embodiment spirit that visits Lois and essentially gives Lois the powers of a super being. Yeah. Uh And she basically goes on a murder rampage where she goes and murders a Joker. She kills Batman. Uh, She kills a bunch of
1: dictators and politicians and people who are ruining the world. And then she questions why Superman wasn't stronger and didn't do all this stuff.
0: Yeah. And it has, it has like the classic moment from uh, that era of Superman where you see uh, steel, you see Superboy, uh, you see Cyborg Superman. Yeah. Uh, Who see, she has to defeat. Yeah. So you see all of them. And then Clark comes back at the end. And he
1: comes back uh, from the dead. Yeah. With the, oh my God. And I love that they brought it back. The all black super suit with, dun the dope mullet from yeah, the 90s. exactly. Which is exactly um, what happened in the comics, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. To me, like this book was probably a little bit better than the first one. I would have liked to see more of like Clark's reaction to the monster like Lois had become. Like
1: we got a little bit like, and we've know. seen like, this
0: is like, obviously like injustice is like when grief is Superman. Cause that's when like Lois dies. Uh, and like what he becomes when Lois dies. Uh, so like that. So it's like a, a mirrored version of that. I feel like,
1: yep. Yeah. And spoiler alert, he dies again at the end.
0: Uh, yeah. And the next book is going to be blackest night, which would be really interesting. I don't know how you condense, uh, I don't know. Is it really? Yeah. That's cool. 20 issues and like 60 tie-ins to, to a single issue, but it'll be interesting.
1: Uh, Two more Black Label books and we're done. Yeah.
0: Joker Killer Smile by... And then we're
1: going to rank, but...
0: Joe Fl- Jeff Meyer and... Uh, uh Andrea Sorrentino. Uh, both, who are both big fans of. Both the writer and the artist. Uh,
1: yeah, the Green Arrow run that they did. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, it was fantastic. Top notch. Yeah, and Sorrentino's art is always good.
1: If you want to uh, quick dive into that before we get into this Joker book... Uh, War of the Clans It is on the DC Essentials, as is Blackest Night. Yeah, you can go pick up just an incredible storyline, dirt cheap on on Amazon or at your local comic book shop for a few bucks more. Holy shit, the art in there by Andrea Sorrentino is great, and Jeff Lemire does okay job writing.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> uh, this is a book where it's basically the viewpoint of a psychiatrist, yeah, uh, that is correct, who uh, is trying to basically crack the joker which is a story that we've seen a hundred times over uh but the is able to make it interesting uh you see the impact that just having a conversation with the joker has on a person has on their own psyche even when they're away from them Uh, and i really like that part and there was a creepiness like the story about happyville the joker reciting that like it it it, it gives you that menace and like that terror that only the joker can exude uh, I thought that was I thought that was pretty great. Like this was a strong book, I'm more curious to see where it goes. I don't know how it will end. I don't I know how many idea. issues this is going to be either. I can't remember if it's like a three issue or a five issue series.
1: You know what it reminded me of very strongly. Uh, speaking of the fact that we're in a DC Black Label, because I think it might be released under there one day. It, no, actually, I take that back. It already has been. Uh, Rorschach and the relationship he has with his psychiatrist in Watchmen.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a good comparison, and it is a yeah. DC Black Label book. This is going to be three issues, so yep. we'll have two more. Yeah, of I think this. that's
1: how all these DC big books are are going to be.
0: Uh, another so Criminal Sanity is going to be uh, nine issues, so there are some. What? Uh, yeah, there are some. Holy shit! Uh, and Curse of the White Knight obviously is longer, but yeah, I feel like that one's a little seven. bit different. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, or at least the first one I think was seven.
0: And Last God, who we did not talk about, is twelve issues.
1: Yeah, which. Uh, we're not talking about The Lost God, uh, because n- neither of us could find it at, at, yeah, our, at our local our comic store. book shops. So I will be ordering it, and we may talk about it in November, potentially.
0: Uh, our next one is one we just talked about, uh, or mentioned, Joker Harley Criminal Sanity. Uh, uh, real
1: quick, before we get into this, I saw the panel with Kami Garcia, uh-huh. who is the author of this book, uh, in New York, at New York Comic Con, Yeah, uh, speaking with a bunch of the uh dc guys joshua williamson tom king mitch Garretts, um a bunch of those motherfuckers were up there and she was talking about the amount of research that she did and she didn't want to tell just a standard joker and harley quinn love story it's not that at all so don't yeah. expect that and whatsoever
0: she wrote the graphic novel like the teen titan the raven graphic novel which was critically clean and really popular as yeah. well so this yeah. is her first crack out of comic. she did a beast boy one two i believe which i haven't heard much about
1: and the amount of research that she went into it um she probably got put on some fucking watch list because she, yeah. she talked to some top government officials to get really down interesting her with it. Um, Essentially, yeah.
0: though, Harley is a basically like a crime scene. A she's a crime scene investigator, detective. Yeah. Uh, has like a a bit of like a Jessica Jones feel to it, but a more procedural than like Jessica Jones. Jessica yes. Jones is more uh, like oh, I'm going to break into the place at night and um, see if the cops miss. This is, Harley's more analytical about her process. She's
1: uh, a professor too.
0: Yeah, perfect. I I don't. A, a guest lecturer maybe. Uh, I couldn't really figure that out. Yeah, she might be a guest lecturer I uh, don't Something remember. like that. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me is the art in this book. Like, it goes from being black and white, uh, pencil drawn, to when it has in color, has the photorealism to it. Uh, which photorealism, I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, but
1: interspersed like this, yeah. I thought was incredible. Because I like, I found myself studying this. Because I'm the same way. If you're going to be photorealistic, I I don't care so yeah. much. It's I love the Alex Ross style. Don't get me wrong. And that's photorealistic to a degree. But what they have in here is just incredible quality. Yeah.
0: Uh, Almost so like I feel like the cover is disturbing because it looks like uh, like someone's like MySpace, like wallpaper. Uh,
1: Yeah. It it makes it really, really fucked up. And there were a few moments I was reading this book next to my girlfriend and she looked over in bed was like, Jesus, fuck. What is that? Like just disturbed by the images that are in this book.
0: Uh, you should have opened her 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 viewpoint in her world. Uh, you should have had her just be like, if you think that's disturbing, you're not going to sleep until you watch all of the boys.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I actually, I think I'm I'm going to try and get her into comic books through this. I think good and choice. I think that that's that's saying something that also yeah. says a lot about her being a creepy sure. son of a bitch. <laughs> um, what do you think though? Because I've just kind of it's just mean.
0: something different. Like, uh, like I don't, I don't can't say like if it was great or good. It's not bad, but I, I just need to know, read more, like before I have like a full opinion. Uh, I'm not sure how well this book can stick, a, stick the landing.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Um, I love the serial killer bits at the end.
0: Yeah, I thought um, that was really interesting. Uh, it's uh, especially like the Richard Chase. Like I love that being in there as well. Too, it's just so creepy and disturbing. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh, and the one that she saw was the poison ivy type character. Uh, yes, with that. Yeah, with her yeah, that's totally disturbing. Smiling. Oh, and joker's obviously the killer yeah that's uh, joker harley but you don't see joker at one all time in the book i think you see batman's car briefly and that was the point that i wanted to make um about talking or seeing her because she was speaking with some head people at dc and they're like you want to make sure that people know batman exists in your world but that he's not a part of your story so that's why there's a single panel or maybe two panels with with batman's uh bat cycle so a little yeah. behind the scenes for you guys yeah.
0: Uh, a little Inside Baseball right there. Uh, and now, as always, we are going to to rank them.
1: All right, I'll kick us off. Um, I said 19 because we have X-Men number one that I read, which I will really quickly say was really good. You should go buy it. Uh, I also got a sweet variant cover that I paid way too much for. Anywho, uh, let's kick it off with my number 18, I guess, is what it's going to be. Yeah, uh, I'm going to start with Copra. Uh, we made a bad decision, or 17, because we're not reviewing Dead Eyes. So number 17 is Copra. I made a bad decision by not doing full research on every single last title that it <laughs> How has dare ever you. existed. Uh, it's not the first time we've done it, and it sure won't be the last. Uh, the art is incredible, uh, but I want to know what the story is before I read a convoluted story five trades deep.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with no surprise. The Amazing Mary Jane uh, <laughs> it definitely should have been part of the Jonathan Hickman X-Men universe. Uh, I don't know why it wasn't. It should have just felt naturally into there.
1: Yeah, it it could have easily stretched yeah. over. Uh, shame on Marvel. Uh, number, whatever for me marked the image book with the tattoos. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great, but I am curious to see where it goes.
0: I'm going to go with Copra like Matt, just because I started, like I said, this is like watching the middle of a TV series halfway through its run.
1: Yep. Next for me is going to be the mask. Um, there was just way too much slow in there for me and I, I get, that they're trying to build it up. And again, it's one that exists and that I haven't read. So shame on me, not shame on the writers, nothing.
0: I'm going to go with Mart, uh, much like Matt. Like It's just like I'm not the target audience for this book, I feel like.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's a little bit younger than us. Again, if you're 29 or under and not 30 like me, you should probably enjoy it. Uh, I'll go with Amazing Mary Jane next. Not great. It's not terrible, and it's fun, and it's quirky, but... Uh, uh, uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Doctor Doom. Uh, it's just... Uh that's not my Doctor Doom. Okay, that's not how I want my <laughs> Doctor Doom to be. I want him terrorizing the Fantastic Four and being the best ruler Lot Latveria has ever seen.
1: So far we are pretty in line. I'm going to Doctor Doom as well. Not a not a bad book, but definitely not something I'm picking up weekly.
0: Uh I'm going to go with Batman Nightfall next. Uh, probably like the lowest ranked thing I've ever had that had that's had Snyder's name on it. No, there was that one, uh, challenge of the other oh, multiverse book that I don't really like either.
1: Oh, yeah, that one was bad. Uh, I will agree with you, Batman Nightfall. Um, the Tales of the Dark multiverse were interesting. I read the Death of Superman one first. Uh, and I really enjoyed it, but this one not not as much.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with The Mask next. It wasn't the best book, but that opening scene of him force-feeding the woman with the chocolate that syrup. I would really what nice. was good enough for me to bump it up some spots?
1: Uh... You're going to not like me on this one, Alex. Okay, uh, podcast is over. Hellblazer. Oh,
0: wait, almost. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, I mean, it's. But of (laughs) course, like, there's a difference because, like, I have read literally over 300. Like, I've read Hellblazer from, like, issue one through, like, 300 and I'm still going. Yeah. So, we have a very different love of the character. Sure.
1: I I also stopped reading that run about six trades deep. Yeah,
0: I I think you stopped reading it, like, either, like, right before, like, Alan Moore's run or Morrison or Garth Emerson's run. uh, Yeah, it it was one of those big three. Yeah. Yep.
1: And you're like, just keep reading. I was like, I can't, I can't, I physically can't. I've read forty issues and I'm not into it. Anywho, I probably would have gotten into it.
0: Uh, my next one is going to be the Death of Superman. Uh, I liked it. It was a better of like I agree with Matt. was a better of, of the Dark Multiverse books, but it's just hard to it's just hard to live up to to the original tale to me.
1: Yep. Uh, again, we're we're step for step here. I'm, I'm in the same boat. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And I like the idea of this tales from the dark multiverse with that weird creature guy. I like him narrating the stuff and I'm curious to see where these go.
0: Cause they're fun. And yeah. They're, they're cool. Yeah. To like I books. don't want them to stop. Like I want you to keep making them because I, I, I there's a lot of potential there. We just haven't hit These books are
1: not bad. Like we're ranking them and knocking them out. And they're not maybe in our top 10 or barely in our top 10, but these books yeah, are like, really like,
0: like I will still read every dark, dark, dark yellow multiverse, yes. uh, a book just like the textbook. Like I plan to read every issue, uh, when it comes out, but it's going to be Joker Harley for me. Uh, it's very different. Uh, but, uh, I'm just not sure what I read. I do think like your suggestion of getting like your girlfriend to read it. Isn't a terrible idea. Especially if you have someone that like loves like CSI type shows or crime procedural shows, like it would be a great end for them.
1: Uh, next for me is going to be the fantastic for grand design. Um, I really love grand design. And I love the concept, and I love the art. Um, this story is all a lot, and I think when you're putting two back to back, and you've got a hundred pages of clear, concise, here's what this story is, it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to do grand design as well. I think I think my favorite moments like when those the pages dedicated to each character individually, even though Johnny never got his own page, like this was my favorite part. But as a oh, whole, it's just speaking. yes. But as a whole, love it's just it. so much. Uh, I could
1: not agree more with you. Uh, next for me, oh boy. boy! Yeah, as it, it
0: gets really hard from for, for yeah, here I'm out.
1: down to four, five, six, eight books, and man, it's it's splitting hairs here. I've got to go with Warren Ellis' Batman's Grave. Um, so so good, but
0: uh, yeah, Ugh. I'm gonna go with Joker for myself. Like it was great. Uh, sorry, Carpenter's Joker, not. The Killer Smile Joker. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Uh, it's just, there are so many good books this month. And I'm going to take a series over one shot, generally.
1: Yeah, back to Batman's Grave just real quick for me. I don't think I'm picking this up week by week.
0: You can just borrow the trade from me whenever I buy it.
1: I, I will buy the <laughs> trade, hands down. There's no question. I'll probably buy it right when it comes out. But yeah, this is there's a lot to this story. And I don't know if I'll get it all week by week. Uh, but I'm very excited for it because it's really dark. And I like that. Uh, next for me is gonna be Ghost Rider. Really, really cool story. Ed Briston's great.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Batman's Grave for much of the same reasons uh that you said.
1: Uh next for me, I'm gonna put um Excalibur. I wasn't as into that story as I was the Marauder's Tale. Uh but it's I can't wait to see where it goes. I I think I'm gonna be picking up all of these X-Men books <laughs> weekly or monthly, and it's gonna Yeah, gonna we're gonna have really three
0: fun. more to talk about next month. Yeah. Uh new mutants. Fallen Angels, and one more I cannot remember.
1: It came out today, and I got it, and I couldn't even tell you what it was. It
0: was a Benjamin Percy one, I think, actually. Maybe. Uh, Maybe that's New Mutants. Uh,
1: No, New Mutants is Hickman. Okay. Idiot.
0: Uh, I think it's both of them, actually. I think he co-authored it. Uh, Anyways, back on task. Uh, I'm going to go with Basketball Ahead. It's weird. I've never ranked a book so high that I also gave a 0 to at the exact same time. It is equal parts the best (laughs) and worst book. Actually, I forgot... The Joker also equal Parks' best work book because the Joker killed a pug in it. So these are easily, this is my worst month ever for books. Oh, yeah. So two great books were also two terrible books that no one should ever read.
1: Yeah. He destroyed that. Name.
0: Yeah. How dare a month where I get insulted by being a ska fan and a pug gets murdered because a pug had a gun on him.
1: <laughs> I just for this, the fact that Basketful of heads had uh, such a, a sweet dig at ska music. I really
0: want to put it as my number one, <laughs> uh,
1: but alas uh, here we are uh agreeing that the it book is takes not... place
0: in the 80s she's talking about like the specials like there's not no scum music in america at that point do your research joe hill do yes. your research you
1: know what though that means it is actually in my top five <clears throat> well done joe hill thank you
0: i hope lock and key gets canceled after <laughs> the storyline's completed and i've enjoyed it all
1: <laughs> after the story's done <laughs> yeah <in> a... <laughs> i love it basketball heads number five for me
0: uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ghostwriter for myself. Uh, it was really good. It's the best best Ghostwriter book in a long, long time.
1: <laughs> uh, After the Storm was the best. Who has number five for me to go with? <laughs> okay. Okay, weird thing on my phone that I can't say for legal reasons. Uh, next for me is going to be Marauders. I'm putting three DC books in the top. Wow. Surprise, surprise. What a shock. Mar- yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, this
1: uh, is great, really, really good.
0: I'm gonna go with uh, Hellblazer, uh, by Cy Spurrier. It was great. Uh, I'm lo- Cy looking for Yeah, are you sure? He goes by Simon and Cy, he goes by both. Oh, uh, so you
1: might be wrong and just bullshitting, but I, no, I, I promise I you
0: that this is gnome diplom. Uh, so but I will not be reading it probably for like 20 more years because I'm at Hellblazer volume 20. I think I'm in 2006 right now, so I've got not quite up to 2019 yet. <laughs>
1: uh for me i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to go joker harley and th- it could have gone that as my number one any three of these books could go as my number one and of course they're all about fucking joker and it yeah. makes me sick <laughs> yeah because i'm wow. so sick about reading of the or so sick of reading about the joker or going to the or theater yeah joker J- I'm over it. I'm done with it. But these you will three never books, listen
0: to that song by the Steve Miller Band ever again.
1: Uh, fuck being a smoker or a midnight toker. Get out of here.
0: Uh, yeah, we like the same thing.
1: They really are. I mean, well, one of them is, I guess, strictly at night. Maybe he just needs he help sleeping.
0: Uh, so I'm gonna go with Joker Killer Smile for my next one. Uh, I would say it is a not the best Black Label book, but it is a top tier Black Label book right now.
1: Uh. uh that will actually be my number two book, uh, Joker Killer Smile by Jeff Lemire. I'm very, very, very excited by this book. And it's super creepy and super dark, and it's everything we love about the Joker. Um, God, it's so good and dark. And the art. Oh, my God, the art.
0: Uh, uh. So my number two is going to be Excalibur. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. And I've been dying for good excellent books forever.
1: Yeah, why am I not surprised of your top two here? Um says so a guy meeting, who
0: made 3 Joker books stop 3.
1: One's the Harley Quinn book. Thank you very much. Uh <laughs> The Joker didn't even make an appearance. He couldn't mm-hmm. be bothered.
0: So um, what's your number 1?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh John Carpenter, The Master of Horror.
0: Yeah. It's weird husband, that he just stalks his sister the entire time through a neighborhood during a holiday.
1: Self-contained Joker thing that I I may have ever read. I really, really enjoyed the story. It reminded me a lot of Kite Man uh, and the Tom King stuff. Yeah, really, really fun, really cool, and the art—holy shit!
0: Anything with anything with Conman King is worth the read anyway.
1: Uh, with the Cottonmouth Kings, is that what you yeah? Said?
0: My favorite hip hop group. <laughs> uh, my number one is Marauders by Jerry Duggan. Uh, I,
1: I at least I at least like that. We can agree which one is better out of the two.
0: Yeah. So come back next month where I'll be ranking fallen angels new mutants and whatever the other one is <laughs> one two and three in some order at that point yeah. but next week we're going to be talking about daybreak on netflix uh based off the comic of the same name uh if you haven't already watched the show uh before next week and be caught up with us uh for the henchman of comics i'm alex ashback
1: and i'm sober sadly
0: uh music. <laughs>